Stab Abby and Matt with Osha this week, we give you the catch-up. If you missed a session of training this week, F45 gives you high-intensity interval training with studios all over Brisbane. Hit Guys, yes. you've passed. Passport. We didn't even know we were being tested. Yep. You passed. You passed the friendship test. What's the friendship test? The friendship test mm. is, mm-hmm. if there was a friend in need, would you help them out or would you let them suffer silently? Oh, when we paid you out about your moustache? Yes. Oh. You, you kind did of, it deliberately? You, you kind of passed. Yes, I did. Oh, thank God. <laughs> oh, really? Because that's terrible. Really? <laughs> that makes a lot more sense. If you missed uh, yeah. the very start of the show this morning, mm. um, you guys... You explain what you can see on my face well, I, came to, don't know. I, I thought you were trying to do a moustache And mm. I was like, oh, okay, he shaved a full moustache on Whatever you want to do But then you turned your head And I noticed that you only had a moustache on one side And I said to you, what are you doing? Why are you only doing half a moustache? You said, I don't have one So obviously you're trying to shave everything off And you left a big patch Yeah this, I've actually got the audio of the moment uh, that you guys oh, realised oh. this morning. Uh, and this is how uh, you told me about what you'd noticed that I hadn't shaved on my face. What? I'm trying to be supportive. What are you doing? What's wrong with what? Well, you shaved your moustache. Yeah, I shaved last night. Oh, I didn't even notice you had a beard yesterday. What's wrong with it? Did you want it to be even? Oh, hi. <laughs> it just seems like you've done a long thing. Yeah. Sorry, that's harsh. No, that's right, and it's shorter there. What happened? It's like longer here, and you got shorter there. I've missed something. I think you're top heavy. <laughs> oh, f- do you have um? A shaver. Do you have a shaver here? Yes, but do you want to know where I use it? <laughs> <laughs> How bad is it? How bad is it? Have a look. It's pretty bad actually. <laughs> <laughs> Maddie, I get the feeling you have not that. passed a friendship test. <laughs> you secretly recorded Abby offering the razor that she may use on other parts of her body for your face. Then after that, right, mm. we played along. I hadn't seen you yet, Osh. That's correct. I walked into the meeting and you were already sitting at the table. Yeah. You said nothing. Well, I was trying to be polite. <laughs> Do you have that audio? <laughs> <laughs> I, I was even like a creep trying to make as much eye contact with you and turning my face and like puckering my lips. <laughs> mm. uh-huh. you, so, you said nothing. So if you've done it deliberately, you brought a shaver, right? Yes, I did. Oh, I did bring one. So you don't need to borrow Abby's where she obviously purchases them in Brazil. But there is one person uh, in the team I do need to highlight, and that yeah. is Jimmy, who is one of our producers who works out yeah. in the phone room. Young lad. Asked a cotton farmer how often he shears his sheep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Him and I had a very long conversation where he, he stared right at my top lip as if I had a, a second sibling growing on it. Yeah. All morning. Did not say anything. Do you know what's happened here, though? You've ruined it because I bet you, I would bet you 50 bucks tomorrow morning he was going to come in with half a moustache. <laughs> thing. It was like, the, hey, guys, hey, guys, yeah, I'm down with it. I'm cool. Well, I'm hip. <laughs> this is the audio of him after you guys all pointed it out. Okay, yep. This is the audio of him mm. trying to make me feel better. Is that really noticeable? What? That? No, I didn't notice it. You didn't uh, notice it? No, no. But I do now. Now that you pointed it out, I'm just not going to stop looking at it. Uh, yeah. I'm going to have to do something. You'll be yeah. fine. 
You'll be fine. See? <laughs> hey, what a nice guy. Mm-hmm. He wants to keep his job. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> so do you, apparently. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've got a mortgage Steph to pay, don't care at all. <laughs> it's Steph, Abby and Matt with Osher. Hit 105. I'm still in the honeymoon period. I just got married. Abby married me. Uh, was six. Happy one-month anniversary, by the way, Abby. It was our one-month anniversary two days ago. Aww. So we're still in the honeymoon period, yes. me and my wife, Audrey. But she's down in Sydney. And I get a little lonely up here in Brisbane during the week when I'm working with you guys. So I um, yesterday I, I, I had a bit of a moment with a, I'm experimenting with a thing on the side, just a little bit on the side. Oh. Yeah. Does she know that? Well, okay, does we'll it sound like that. you? Well, you know, you know my wife. She's exotically beautiful. She's mm-hmm. like part Chinese, Fijian, part Indian. So I'm, clearly I've got a thing going on. So um, I went down the road from the station here. There's a bicycle shop, the giant bicycle shop. Oh. And I, I picked up a hot little Taiwanese model. <laughs> <laughs> Is this the one you've been posting photos of? <sighs> Abby. Oh, God. She's got a tight little frame. Oh, stop it. Come really on. satisfying. It's a bike. I, She's really satisfying to climb on. Mm-hmm. Yes. And she loves it when I push her into corners. Okay. <laughs> Doesn't mind it at all. But the thing is, I got I got busted. I was climbing up a hill yeah. and my phone rang. Mm. And I thought for the moment, oh, I'm in the middle. I'm in the I'm doing the deed. Mm. I'm in the middle of it. And I answered the phone and I was all puffed and sweaty. And I was trying to pretend I was doing something else. And Audrey's like, You're you're testing out a new bicycle, aren't you? <laughs> And isn't it funny when you are trying to hide that you're puffed and you go, no? That's exactly what I did. Instead of going, how much, am I allowed to talk about prices? Well, let, no. I am, there's women listening all over Brisbane. Abby, just, um, there's there's women listening all over Brisbane. There's blokes with surfboards, with cameras, with bicycles. But we're not talking about them. We're talking about you, Osh. Yes. Does Audrey know how much the bike is that you were trialing? Um... Just say yes, bro. It's, Just say yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, she does. Yeah. She does know how much the bicycle costs. I don't know how much bikes are. Is it per it, hour or how does it work? <laughs> they, they just give it to him to try out and see if he likes it and then he can buy it after. Yeah, yeah, it's, like it's, it's, it's a, a demo model. Yeah, yeah. Is that because yeah. he's Osher? No, that's what they do. I said the same. I was like, yeah. did they give you, just, ask for your driver's It's a license? significant <laughs> investment. It's it's a lot how, of money. How much are they? It's under 10 grand. Well, look at yeah. this. Yes. Oh, yes. A good mate of mine who is also a cyclist said that his worst fear when he dies is that his wife will sell his bike for what he told her he paid, <laughs> not yep. actually what he paid for it. <laughs> and, and I think there's so many <laughs> lycra-wearing people this morning <laughs> who are going, yeah, amen to well, that. Well, it's the same thing. Sometimes you say when Scotty's a little bit crabby, you're like, just go surfing. Yeah, but surfboards aren't as expensive. Sure, he has five, but <laughs> they're not as expensive Mine, it's guitars. as that. Oh, sorry. Same time. Yeah. Men, men have it. Mm. So I'm, I'm just going with that angle. I'm and like, okay. honey, I'm, I'm, more, I'm more together when I go for a ride on my bicycle. Yeah. And they're always ladies. Like both of my guitars are ladies. They're yes. fat ladies. That's how I roll. And uh, <laughs> they, um, yeah, they're, uh, they, why are our things that we take our relaxation with always? Just use after? them as objects. I'm we glad do. you brought this up. <laughs> Cars, she bikes, yeah. But you can Cars. never judge another person's relationship. If, if my wife doesn't mind that I have a little bit on the side that I take out and, and so ride every afternoon. Pardon? But then why didn't you tell her you were on a test drive with a bike and try and go, <gasps> not act puff? She's like, I can hear the spoky dokies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when, when are you buying this thing? Are you gonna? Are you committing to it, or oh, what's gonna I'm happen? I'm gonna take her. For, I think I'm gonna take her for a spin up the mountain. Oh, as if so you don't like it. Now you're just using it for free. Yeah. They let people take their bikes out of the store. 
put their sweaty lycra. It's a demo model. It's a demo model. It's a demo model. I'm not the first bloke who's ridden her. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it literally is the town bike. I could go in and ride her after you. You could. No. It's only weird if we high five in the middle. Wake up with Stab, Abby, and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Uh, what I'm about to talk about next, I guess, can be a trigger for a lot of people and um, talking about domestic violence. And if you've got like kids in the car, sometimes it can be quite horrific to be able to share it. But the details of this case actually are so horrific. Yeah. And I'm just so concerned at the moment that we have become so immune to talking about domestic violence and hearing scenarios that people have started just to Maybe tune out. It's I don't become normalised. People are numb to it. Well, it's because there was a, 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 a murder-suicide that happened on the Gold Coast yesterday morning and mm. people heard that and then all of a sudden a lot of people were talking about domestic violence and I just heard people go, oh, it was domestic violence. And it's like the, the tone of it seems to be that we are so immune to this happening mm. that we tune out that if this was a terrorist act, oh my God. everyone would be talking about it. Yeah. And I don't know if people are so... Um, don't know how to deal with it. Mm. But this guy, and the situation was that a 40-year-old uh, lady, a mother, a mother of four, mm. was murdered by her husband, her estranged husband, who had been out of jail for two weeks. Why he was on bail, I have no idea. Yeah. Well, there's a he, bit of a theme going, even you mentioned terrorism, Bur- where yeah, yeah. it is happening. And Burke Street Mall, the thing yeah. in um, Melbourne. He was on bail as well. What is happening where people are committing crimes and are dangerous that they're saying, no, it'll be fine, they won't do it again? His lawyer has said that he spoke to him the day before and there was no signs. There was no signs. The reason that he was in jail is because he had bashed her so severely previously, duct taped her, and that's what he was in jail for. She had passed out and her injuries were so severe. That's why he went to jail. But then the lawyer comes out and goes... Mm, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know what had happened with him. I didn't see any of those signs. So are you saying that as a, as a society that we should be, like as you said, we if this be. were a terrorist attack, yeah. it would be 24-hour news coverage, the, the airports would be shut down, it would be all over. But when four, you hear... Four kids saw, saw their mother yeah. get stabbed and there is not enough outrage Mm. By this scenario, as a whole society, there's mm. not enough outrage. It's like we don't want to talk about it. Mm. And people mm. just go, it's so acceptable. And you know what I'm so upset about? There are so many women and men, I appreciate that men are in domestic violence situations as well, listening to this, that are going through this scenario and situations like this where he's out on bail, what does it say to them about going to get help? Yeah. yeah. What does it say about them when they have to try and cover up bruises or try and pretend that everything's all right to their kids? Yeah. When something like this can happen, it's a terrible message. Yeah, it should be. You know, everyone. If you think you've you've seen it, even if you think it's the smallest of signs, I think you shouldn't be afraid to ask someone the question because. You know, it mightn't seem like something big, but it might trigger them to go, you know what, I do need help. Yeah. I mean, and you save someone's yeah, I life. I guess what you're saying here, though, is you, but you, that what this is saying is that you don't save someone's life because he gets arrested, he gets out on bail, and then he's angry at you. And yeah. it's, it's but almost our a, yeah. attitude also has to be from, I think, men. I'm saying for, this, for a domestic violence situation that deals with girls, I think that men need to be more accountable for speaking with other men mm-hmm. as Absolutely, well yeah. and mm-hmm. make it more like, hey, none of my how fr- do you treat your you know, partner? 
and but make it seem like such a cowardly but it, but it act is. and we, make them go and get help. But most, I mean, all of my friends, and I, I don't know if I wouldn't be aware that any of them hit their partners, but we all, and I wouldn't talk to someone who thought it was fine. Yeah. So, but it happens so regularly that you, they, in your group there would have to be some. Yeah. That's what I say about but, my, my friends as well. Yeah. But it's even, I, I think, because I hear you, I, I definitely hear you and I, and, I, and I know what you're saying when it comes to men with other men. Like, for example, I'm in a, I'm in a group chat with the guys I play poker with yeah. every every Wednesday. And um, occasionally the group chat, as you know, the group chat, the, a gag will come. I go, yeah, yeah, well, you know, I'll say there's something about a, about a woman. And I have, I have to be the guy that says, it's not okay. Can we stop making the punchlines of every gag yeah. be, yeah, right. you know, I told you twice. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and yeah. it's uncomfortable as for men to call other men out for these kind of behaviors, but these are the things that do dehumanize women in their, yeah, in right. their minds. Yeah. And it, it's yeah. incremental to the point where then raising a hand isn't such a big deal that it used to be. Mm. Mm. And it is up to men to call out other men. But as Maddie mentioned earlier, um, when you are in that situation, when you are in that cycle of abuse, being in denial of it is a massive part of that mm. and, 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 and not wanting to admit to it is a yeah. massive part and of that. And it's hard to get out of it. I mean, Massively. financial so situations shouldn't come into it, but they mm. do. Yeah. 100% they do. And I just Stricter think, laws. You know yeah. what? And if you get it, people go, you know, but, you know, innocent until proven guilty. Mm. It's too far now where it's not worth the yeah. risk. If, if, if you're on a charge for it, you're locked up yeah. until it's proven otherwise because well, this that, is proof yeah. of it. They're so, saying that police actually tried to get him locked up. So I don't know who's accountable in this situation, whether it is the judge that... That freedom, but I just for people that are listening, if you are dealing with that, I really do um, encourage you to speak to someone about it. The number is one eight hundred one double eight one double eight. That's eight. Sorry, one eight hundred eight double one eight double one. God, I wish I didn't get that wrong. Sorry, guys. That's okay. That's all right. One eight hundred eight double one eight double one. That just means we said it more times. So yeah, that's, that's good. it. It's mm. DV Connect as well. So give them a call um, about your options. It's Steph, Abby, and Matt with Osha. Hit one oh five. Dead person on the air with us right now, guys. This is an exclusive. <laughs> can you hear us, Madeline West? I can. You make me sound like I'm a cast member from The Walking Dead. <laughs> <laughs> but come on, it doesn't get much more of a classic soap opera death than the death yeah. that Dee had, did it? I was the ultimate tri- soap trifecta. Got married, mm. on her way to a honeymoon, mm. had a horrific car accident, washed off a cliff into the ocean, never to be seen again. Yeah, I think when I was reporting... Me, I thought it spelt obvious Loki. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> okay. We've got the audio. This is the moment oh. that Dee died. Everyone got the Kleenex? I still remember, but go. Friends and family, may I present Mr. and Mrs. Jared Rebecca. Kiss me, boy. That's a Logie right there. Rebecca with the good hair. What? Yeah. Right, he was whipping out the melodrama there. He's, a, he's such a wonderful, underrated actor. That's true. Yeah. And now you're Especially back. Especially considering course... he was whipping himself around in knee-deep water, which <laughs> I supposedly disappeared into along with the car. <laughs> Have you still been keeping up to date? Have you watched it, honestly, religiously, since you've been gone? 
I really haven't, aside from, hence my reference to Walking Dead, aside from box sets, I don't get to watch television. Not with six kids. Because in case you haven't noticed, I've got six kids. Yeah, I know. Is that why you want to go back to work, <laughs> just to have a little bit of a break? Just to escape. Yeah. While it's hot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is that too much to ask for? <laughs> totally understand. <laughs> or is that just not to fall pregnant again? <laughs> Sorry, don't even say those words. <laughs> those cards are off the table. Have you made hus- uh, the hubby go the sk-sk? Oh, look, let's just say there'll be no more of that kind of action. We've got six kids. The the chances of it actually happening would require an immaculate conception. (laughs) They're the worst kind. (laughs) (laughs) So on the show, obviously, you're back on Neighbours. Dee has returned from the dead. Is it like you never left, though, as an actor? Has much changed in the the years in between? Well, in a way, it kind of was. It was such a lovely homecoming um having kind of you know i was so young when i started out on the show it was my first big gig for the show for, for um in either film or television and i've gone on to have a really quite fulfilling career so it was really lovely to return to that particular character once i left the show i made a point of trying to escape the stereotype by going for characters that were really quite dark troubled and and complicated as opposed to d who is light and soft and gentle so it was kind of nice to return to someone who is so good and sweet. At least that's what we think on face value. Well, that's what I was going to say, because you set the proverbial cat amongst the pigeons, because he's moved on with the lovely Sonia, who I, I, I mean, I was always a fan of yours, but he's got a new life now, and, you know, you're just coming in and messing things up, man. And I've revealed myself uh, oh, as yes. a fan. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> that's okay, we'll forgive you. Did you, when you were away, did you, because Harold did exactly the same, pretty much exactly the same thing. And then he came back and he had lost his memory and he was in the Salvation Army and he was just walking through the streets of Ramsey Street collecting door to door and then suddenly went, oh my God, I lose to live here. Mm. Yeah, so when, did you catch up with him while you were both dead in your high <laughs> We were both floating off somewhere around Tasmania. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. We passed each other. We just got to have a cocktail, catch up with him in a disguise. Yeah. You know? do, do, well, the writers, exactly. do the writers sit around though and say, all right, guys, let's go as ridiculous as we can and just see if anyone's going to rein us in? Surely they've got to be drinking something when they're writing some of these scripts. No, they just hashtag pull the Herald. Um, <laughs> that's one of the wonderful things about a drama like Neighbours, that because it's on five days a week, you have an opportunity to play these high drama tropes that you don't get to do on any other show where it's all about keeping it real, keeping it natural, so the audience knows where they're at. Neighbours, you can just go for it, which means that you can play some, some really explosive storylines, some really intricate um, just some really entertaining, juicy stuff that mm. you might not get an opportunity to do otherwise. Mm. And I think that the, the, the premise of the storyline was so far-fetched anyway, you could just go anywhere. Well, and the key was then for Ryan and I to make it believable. So fingers crossed that's what we've done. Well, actually, we were, gonna, we were thinking about that, and we don't think it is actually that far-fetched because a lot of people do die and then come back mm. from the dead, like in real life on the operating <laughs> table. <laughs> or, you know, so yeah. we thought we might throw it out to our listeners today. Uh, 131060, have you died? And come back from the dead because yeah. we'd love to hear those stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have and, you done a Mad- Madeline West? Have you done a Madeline West? Have you done a D? Oh, look, I I could think of three occasions where I've done that actually, which is kind of outside the range of the, the usual statistics for coming back from the dead. Um, I'd say every morning that I wake up and realise I have six children. Just <laughs> 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 uh, strong coffee gets me going again. Um, I was hit by a bus. Oh, yeah, you were. Really? Yes. Technically, oh, my, yes, yeah. in 2002, the, the, the damage to my head was quite severe, so you might 
consider that a bit of a yeah. return from a dead. And probably the first time I got poured into a Logie's frock and they did my course. <laughs> yeah, that's understandable. Yeah. 20, 30 seconds yeah. uh, until, until someone passed me a glass of bubbly and I was back onto it. <laughs> yeah. So well. there you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Madeline, we're looking forward to catching you. You're back on Neighbours on Channel 11, 6.30 weeknights. Thanks for coming on with us this morning. Yes, tune in. It's going to be magnificent. The storyline gets only more convoluted and complicated. <laughs> <Okay>. Love it. <laughs> and Thank those you. those phones are open, guys. Thirteen ten sixty. Have you died and come back from the dead? Yeah, or maybe I don't you know, know what someone. the minutes are that you will be able to be kept alive. Do you know what I mean? Like I know you're dead, but like, what's the time limit? I think it's, it's about. I think it's between five and ten is when is yeah brain damage starts to happen. Oh, so if wow. you come back anywhere in those first five minutes or so, oh, I'd love to hear from people, gap, isn't it? Especially if you've seen anything, you know, if you saw yourself standing over yourself. Ooh. Daniel's in Springfield Lakes, and uh, Dan, did you pass away and come back? Um, yeah, when I was at the age of six, we were travelling from motocross, and we were at um, a hotel in Rockhampton, and we were running around playing tingy, and I think. The idea I had was to try climb over the railing of the staircase and slide down and jump. Um, obviously, that didn't happen. I apparently went over. I landed with my right wrist behind the back of my head and I was out cold, not breathing. My face was pale, turned blue. Um, and it was, for, it was for the good luck that um, our family friend walked past and see me on the staircase, screamed out to my parents and started CPR and the only thing I remember was waking up after theatre and then plastering my arm and telling them to hurry up and that was wow. the and you, my father is afraid of heights now and won't go anywhere near oh, wow. Did you see anything? Do you, do you remember anything from that, that moment, those minutes? No, I was just, all I remember, like I can remember even, I'm 22 now, I can remember looking at the staircase but yeah, it was out and apparently like I was I was going blue and mm. yeah, wasn't breathing. And if you're going to go that far, you want to at least make it to the pearly gate so you can go before you come back. Go. Is there anything I need to make up for? Like, how am I travelling? <laughs> yeah, he, he was, was only six. six. He's only six, so oh. it'd be like nose picking and stuff. You I'm don't s- know my dark past. Stealing oh my god. <laughs> Dave, uh, it happened to a mate. Yes, um, a very long time mate of mine, about twenty twenty five years ago. He's a bit older than me, but um, he went in for an operation in hospital, and um, something must have went wrong with the instruments or something. They still don't know to to this day what exactly happened. But basically, he was declared dead um, just after the operation and sort of finished. Um, and he actually woke up about three hours later after all the uh, drugs wore off. Mm. He woke up with a sheet over his head <gasps> in a room full of dead bodies. No. Get out of town. Wow. Not, not kidding. Yeah. Does he remember anything that happened while he was in that state? He doesn't remember anything uh, during the operation or anything, but he remembers coming to going, what the hell? Mm. He, had, he pulled the sheet up and he's um, had to walk to the door no! and knock to get someone to let him out. <gasps> Do you know who I feel sorry for in that situation? The, the other coming two. to the door. Yeah. 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 Wow. That's insane. But that's like the old, like they used to say years and years ago, yeah. they'd put a bell in the That's why they the say coffin. saved by the bell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so is that a common would... thing that happens? More common than you would think. That's why I'm getting cremated. No, word yeah. of a lie, because I'm but claustrophobic. But you don't want that. You'd want to come back. Not if I'm underground, being buried, and I don't get out. Oh, Haven't you seen Kill Bill, Kill Bill too? Yeah. No, no, I don't want that. No, 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 no. We're not going to bury you two minutes later. <laughs> I think you'd be pretty quick on the take with that one. Let's, let's get rid of this guy in case wow. he comes back. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's go one more. Thirteen, ten, sixty. Catherine is there. You there, Catherine? Yes. Um, my friend Ebony. Hmm. 
so um, she was a baby, and then she died when she was being born. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then she um, just came alive. It was really weird. Were you there? Um, no, I wasn't, but we both went to primary school and now we're going to high school together. Mm. Yeah. And we're really close. Aww. And she told me the story in high, um, primary school and I was just like, oh my goodness. So they pronounced her, the doctor pronounced her, her dead to the mother and then had yes. to say, actually, no, your baby oh, is God, alive. imagine those emotions. Yes. That would have been terrible. Oh. All right, a lot of calls coming in. Um, thank you to everyone. If you want to continue your stories, freak people out on our Facebook page or Twitter, <laughs> yeah. if you like. What do we do? Hashtag... I was dead. Back from the dead. Back from the dead. Pulled a Harold. Pulled a Harold. Pulled a Harold. Yes, pulled a Harold. Harold. Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. The Road Rage Hotline. Uh, yeah, we have set this up to help the good people of Brisbane. <laughs> to calm them down. Yeah. To get it out of their system in a polite way. Well, to try and, you know, cut down on incidents where people like Maddie get out of their car. You just don't get out of your car, Matt. Make a call instead. I need to explain it now because yeah, if we know, just move on. <laughs> it was a long time ago. Family was in the car. A guy thought I cut him off and I didn't and he followed me around and I couldn't get rid of him for 20 minutes. Mm. So I went, I'm going to play the crazy card. Jumped out of the, the car, almost ripping my T-shirt off and just went, ah! And then he went, this guy could be on ice. And they just drove, drove Where away. Where was the phone number when he needed it? Yes. yes. Well, yes. that's true. Yeah. So instead of yelling at actual people, you call the number and you yell at no one, but you get it out of your system mm-hmm. and everyone's happier, right? That's right. Yeah. It's also a bit of naming and shaming. So if it's a you know if it's a blue fiesta that <laughs> yeah. cuts you off, yeah. feel free to mention that. Mm-hmm. It's always the pink Mitsubishi Mirage. Oh, Telling you, man. Yeah. That thing... With the little stick people on the back of it? Oh. Somehow it's always in front of me. Uh, the number is 3918 3090. I've put it in my phone, ah. in my favourites, mm-hmm. under yeah. Road Rage. Mm-hmm. 3918 3090. Have we got some messages already? We did. We've got a few. We've got one we're going to play here. Mm-hmm. Now, this girl is a little bit too calm for my liking. Okay. Feel free to, to scream, but warranted she should be upset. Hey, guys. Have to call you. I'm totally f***ed off. Yep. I got to my car this morning and someone hit my backlight and I cannot believe it. People are such these days. No letter, nothing. Just a broken backlight now that I'm going to have to replace. I can't believe that people are so rude these days. I wish they just would have left me a note so I could call them and tell them what I think. Thanks for giving this service, guys. Really appreciate it. People are so at the moment. Thanks. Bye. I love it. I blame Trump. What? <laughs> <laughs> he's the he's the reason uh, for everything. Everything, <laughs> everything, everything right bad. now. Three nine one eight three zero nine zero. As Osha said, save it in your phone so yeah. you can get Siri to dial it up if you're still driving. Mm. Wake up with Stab, Abby, and Matt with Osha. Hit one hundred and five. You can pick your partner, but you can't pick their family. And thirteen ten sixty, we want you to share when you've just got maybe maybe a little bit crazy in laws. Maybe mm-hmm. they've done something. We just go, oh, that's that's over the line. Because mm-hmm. I married on first la- first sight last night. Um, the mother of the bride, she wasn't happy. She wasn't happy at all with the groom because she expected at the wedding that the groom would come over. And say hi, and it's a bit of a weird situation because it would have actually been the first time yeah, they yeah, met. Yeah, because you would think he would. I guess it's a polite thing to yeah. do. Yeah. Hi, you've just met me, and I've just married your daughter. Yeah. Off huh? to consummate this. See you around. Bye. Oh, <laughs> but you don't even know who the bride is. How do you know who the mother of the That's bride is? That's a good point. You That's know a good that point. situation. Pick the one that looks like her. That's not going to help. No. Yeah. If you yeah. do see her though, you're definitely going to think, "I hope that's not the mother." Uh. Well, she was. She was trying to do quite like I'm outraged. 
you know, yeah. signs, like, mm. oh, like that. Mm-hmm. And you think the groom would go, oh, she's not really happy. Right. But this is her talking about the groom. Yeah, to the sister of the groom, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, your sister? So lovely of you, Alexi, to come over because I have not been happy with the groom. Michael never made any eye contact with me when he was standing up there, but when the bridesmaids came, he talked to them. Still no eye contact with me whatsoever. I think he was nervous at the altar. Scarlett's mum was a little bit offended, I think. It didn't go down very well. As a sociologist, observationist, Is that what you are? that's what it came across. The way he treated me, the mother of the bride, you'd think that he would have some more manners. He didn't have any manners. He's got no manners. I was going oink oink in my group because he was just so rude, like a felt his pig. Sorry, but sociologist observer just means she's a nosy old bird. (laughs) (laughs) I'm one of those then. (laughs) Not old. And her saying, he's just so rude Rude. that I was going, oink, oink, he's a pig. You sound so polite and lovely, honey. Yeah. She's escalated that, hasn't she? But I want to know if you've had to deal with crazy in-laws. Maybe you didn't actually marry them. Because I was going out with a a guy for for many years. We lived together in Sydney. Mm -hmm. Um, But when we went to go and stay at his mum's house in Canberra, uh, we walked in and I walked in and I thought, oh, there's a single bed. And he's like, yeah, I think that's your room. Whoa. So we had to go in separate rooms, which I was like, you know, it's under her house. That's fine. Totally. It's totally. under her house. Under her room. Under her room. It's in the dungeon, <laughs> which I'm totally fine with. Um, but no, how's this? Mm. I went to go to the toilet in the middle of the lo- night. The door was locked. Oh, wow. My wow. door was locked. From the outside. Yeah, so I had to call him wow. and be like, hey, my door's locked. And she's like, oh, he probably, she probably did it by accident. Hmm. And then she, she slipped her breakfast under yeah. the door. <laughs> she, he's like, there's a connection to the, the garage, so she probably locked it for safety. I'm like, so locked me out. Wow. What, what about our friend who um, her, her husband had, uh, their family had a family plot, um, had a ha- family plot they were all going to get buried in, yeah. okay. and the mother-in-law wouldn't let her be buried with the rest of the family. No. Yeah, yeah, so they're all like pre-purchased. Yeah. I hate oh. you so much that even when I'm dead, yeah. I don't want you I don't near want you next to me wow. for all eternity, which makes sense, I guess. Yeah. 131060, Brisbane. Uh, have, have, do you have a similar in-law? Have you come across one before? Maybe you've broken up now with that partner. <laughs> you can absolutely 110% change your name for yeah. this segment. Maybe they just a little. Maybe they just love their child a little bit too much, and they're just overbearing. It is a bit much when you suddenly find yourself and you're like, "Oh, here I am in a 50 sitcom. I had no idea this is what <laughs> mother-in-law is <laughs> yeah. like." Yeah. It's true. We've got Michelle from Marumba. Is it your partner's mum or dad? It was well. It's actually my ex-fiance because I couldn't handle all the craziness, but. Ooh. Yeah, um, she used to, the most craziest thing she'd done was she actually parked in the median strip on Ipswich Motorway, like in the middle of the highway, not on the side of the road, but in the middle of the the island, Mm. and waited for my then fiancé to drive past to find out where we moved to, because... We, when we moved, we didn't tell her where we moved to. Wow. Because she was just that insane. Wow. And, yeah, she passed in the middle of the highway, and then followed him all the way home. He rang me and said, she's following me. I said, go around the block a few times, but no, she didn't. She just followed him all the way home and then wanted to know where we lived and, you know, kept on trying to come between me and him and, yeah, just completely just 
Completely uh, not. I'm glad you're uh, out of that. Mm. Do you reckon I'll He's be like not. that with my kids? Yes. The, He's all of these stories are going to be you in. But I just love them so much. <laughs> no one could love them as much as me. Sam from Eden's Landing. Morning. Good morning. Hey, Sam. You got a crazy in-law? Hey. Uh, ex-in-law. Um, <laughs> I was dating this guy and his parents were super religious and I've got tattoos and he made me cover them for a good six months before he let them know that I actually had tattoos. Was it a tattoo of the devil? or was it, <laughs> uh, I mean, no, 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 no. No, nothing sinister. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> but they were like on my wrist, down my yeah. foot, back of my neck, so they were always always had to be covered, which wow. made it a little bit hot in summer. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just buying your turtlenecks for Christmas. <laughs> and... <laughs> wow. That's full on. Ali and Chermside, tell us about your in-law. Um, I used to do my partner's washing. I'm still with him at the moment. Mm -hmm. And I was living with his mother at the time and she would take the clean, dry washing off the line and rewash it. (laughs) You just didn't didn't do a good enough job, Ali? Oh, I don't know. She also used to re-clean our bedroom after I cleaned it. Oh, God, yes. I'm not actually hearing any problems here. My my (laughs) mother-in-law took me aside to go and show me how a shower should be cleaned. Oh, like what? what? Vinegar? Obsessed. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> this <laughs> next one I'm for my boy. <laughs> I just went, oh, that's good. Well, you've done it I'm going to guess this one is going to be a doozy because this next caller has no name mm-hmm. nor any location. So good morning, mystery person. Is that me? Yes, yes. it is. <laughs> yeah, All over the side that. of the road. What's your story? Um. Well, my current husband's father, we were actually married. Well, not, yeah. We were married and we had our first child and he didn't like the name we picked. So he actually called our first child by different names for the first three weeks of his life. (laughs) (laughs) Just not accepting of the name at all. No, no, not accepting that. Just didn't accept it. And back to the point where he would go, hi. The name that he chose to call him. Yeah. Yeah. So he's now. He called him by his actual name, but for the first three weeks it was. Completely and wow. you know what? Anonymous, not in his head, he doesn't. Yeah. Probably not. The moment nicknames are up for grabs, he's going to be the first one in there. Yeah. 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 I think we've done a service. There's people who are struggling through this. Just know it's not as bad mm. as some of these people oh. there. It's Stav, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. I'm sexy and I know it. Sexy songs time. Oh, where's our dimmed lighting, Osh? Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Charge the, of the lighting. Set the mood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's I'm at a, some of the morning. It's I'm a like, lights on kind of guy, though, to be honest with you. You, are what? you shouldn't be. Light. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying about my wife? No, I'm saying about oh, your husband. <laughs> you haven't even met her yet. Oh, I just assumed wow. that. <laughs> 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 half a moustache is just a bit wrong. <laughs> yeah, okay. So okay. we've got tickets. Why are we filming this? Oh, okay. Been asked that before too. Yep. <laughs> no, the red light means it's off. <laughs> um, tickets to Fifty Shades mm. Darker. That's what we've got to give away mm. here. We're going to take a normal pop song that we play here at Hit One Hundred Five. Yeah. Yep. Abby's going to sexify it. I'm going to talk it in sexy yep. lyrics. Put this is some... always awkward if you don't find it sexy. Remember we had that photographer and he goes to me, all right, now do a sexy look. And I did like a look and then he goes, all right, now do your sexy look. Oh. And I was like, oh, yeah. okay. To the heart. Straight, to the heart. To the heart. All right, shake yeah, your eyes. Yeah. Right. Are you guys ready? All right, shake your eyes. Yeah. Okay, mate. We're uh, going to start with Matt from Windsor. Uh, You're our first player. Okay. Hey, hey buddy. Morning, guys. Hey, hey Matt. Matty. Have you seen the first Fifty Shades? Uh, yeah, I have actually when I had a girlfriend. 
Now oh. I'm single. Oh. oh. All right. Oh. Okay. That's good. It's good. Yeah. Oh, yay. Okay. All right. <laughs> Matt's recording this. <laughs> no, he's not. All right. Shut your eyes. You ready, Matty? He's driving. Yeah, oh, don't. Ready, okay. All right. I've been sitting eyes wide open behind these four wheel walls. <laughs> <laughs> How am I going so far? I really want to touch your dock. <laughs> Stop it! All right, forget that, Maddie. We're starting again, all right? Ah, uh, sweet. Okay, you're not in my sexy dreams, so shush, okay? Sorry, I'll back off. All right. It's just a cruel existence. Like, there's no point hoping at all. Baby. Baby. I feel crazy. Do you know the song, Matt? Is it Justin Bieber that... No, it's not, is it? <laughs> nah, sorry, sorry buddy. <laughs> That's so bad. Alrighty, Katie from Katie. Beachmere. Hey, Katie. Hi. All right, hey, Katie. you ready? Yep. Okay. <clears throat> <clears throat> Give me something. Oh. But you say nothing. What is happening to me? It's <laughs> uh. <laughs> not a question, it's the lyrics. All right, starting it. I don't want to live forever because I know... I'll be living in vain. I don't want to live forever, Zane Millick. Oh, Katie, thank you so much. Wow. That was just getting creepy. <laughs> Best thank you. segment ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby. Uh, Your oh, baby's pretty good, Abby. I, thanks. Why do you laugh? Do you laugh all the time when you're trying to be sexy? No, because just... you can't be, like, really sexy. Because you're not allowed to do that on air. You're not allowed to. No. You are allowed to. Yeah, you're you allowed are. to be sexy on it. You're not allowed to have sex on it. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. It's a shame, really, but it's the truth. Mm. Uh, Katie, well done. You're off to Fifty Shades Darker. Thank you so much. Uh, Fifty Shades Darker. No more rules, no more secrets. It's in cinemas February 9. We're going to play again tomorrow. And guess who is up tomorrow to the sexy microphone? Oh, yeah. <laughs> sexy Stav. It's Stav, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. It's going to be great. But there's some things I'm just not thankful for, man. I'm telling you. Like, for example, you, my book, that I like to read before I fall asleep at night time. I got myself all into bed, nice and early, ready for my 3.25 alarm. And I started reading my book. Then five minutes later, it was the last page and I'd finished it. But I wasn't sleepy yet. Then I had to get up and look for something else to read. At least you know the train made it up the hill. <laughs> he thought he could. He thought he could. <laughs> thanks, but no thanks. Hey, overdraw fees from the bank. If I don't have enough money in the bank account, then they shouldn't let me do the eBay purchases. It's not. It's, it's not, not, not fault. my fault. They let it go through. It's not your fault. It's not thanks, your fault. but no thanks. Wow. I'm getting a lot. It's like ten dollars each at a time. On a $2 dress? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hello there, bin man, mm. who comes to empty the waste receptacles out in the car park. The big dumpster here at work? Yes, yes, that one. That one. You know who you are. Huh. You make eye contact with me when you've come early and I have to wait for you and reverse my Mazda 3 back <laughs> and then go in and park because you're blocking me. We had an issue because you did this, so I started coming to work five minutes early. You then started emptying the bins five minutes early. <laughs> oh, it's on. Stay away from my parking time, my friend. It's very irritating. Thanks. 
But no thanks. The other thing is, how much garbage does he think we're producing here? He comes three times a week. Yeah. No, he's coming like every day no, at the moment. No, he doesn't come every he? day. He's lovely. No, I, I th- like him. Though. I think he's messing with me. Mm-hmm. I, think, yeah. I think he's Maybe stepped he's it up. Maybe he's trying to be polite. So he was coming early because you guy. were late. It's his uh. fault, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> hey, weather. I woke up at 3.15am to go for a run. Specifically because it's supposed to be cooler mm-hmm. then than in the afternoon. Mm. It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't at all. I went for a Bikram jog this morning. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. <laughs> oh, thanks. Bikram jog. Yeah, it was <laughs> Careful, you'll have to pay Mr. Bikram if you use the name. Do I? Oh, he loves, loves a bit of litigation. Stop that being mad when I show Congratulations! By listening to the Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha Ketchup, you burn zero calories. Good news though, at F45, by using the best of strength and cardio training, you'll be burning upwards of 750 calories per session. Hit